The Los Angeles Lakers made some progress from a poor nothing to five start of the season. By adding two wins to their record, they rose to the second loss inside of the bottom in the Western Conference. Russell Westbrook accepted his role of beginning off the bench and has been performing much better since then. Now, is there anything else the Lakers can do to become a little bit better than helping the New Orleans Pelicans to draft Victor Wembanyama next year? Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Matthew here. Hey, hey. hey. So the Lakers lost today, second straight loss recently, but before that, they had two straight wins. Right after I pitched that the Lakers <laughs> are still are the Lakers still savable? I guess I'm just like the bad example of predicting things. Yeah, yeah. But first thing is first. Do you think they made the best move by convincing Westbrook to accept the role of beginning off the bench? Um. Yeah. Uh. I think. Well, that wasn't surprising that they would ask him to do it.、Mm-hmm. I think what was surprising was that Westbrook accepted the challenge.、Mm. And then if you looked at his um. His numbers、um, coming off the bench compared to being a starter, he was playing much better off the oh, bench. Oh yeah, and actually much longer too. Yeah, his shooting percentage was up, his scoring was up, his assists were up, everything was up. So he was he was playing a lot better off the bench with the second team. I was kind of surprised that he took the challenge of just you know okay I'm not a starter anymore I'm going to play off the bench and I'm going to play you know as best as I can in this new role.、Mm-hmm. It paid off、um, for those two games. Yeah. The last two haven't looked as good, but I think there's some promise there.、Mm-hmm. Promise to that if they if they continue with him coming off the bench,、mm. um, it'll work itself out. Because you have to be fair; they just played the Cavaliers. That's a pretty decent team. True. <laughs> so and they led in the first quarter. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good team, right?、Uh, they beat who? The Pelicans.、Mm-hmm. Before in, that was the Nuggets in overtime, and the Nuggets. So compared to those two wins. I would say the Cavaliers are a, a better team at this point in time.、Mm. And then the Jazz, who were actually、uh, surprisingly well this season. Yes. So the two back-to-back losses. Yeah, I mean they're kind of understandable. They'll play the Jazz again on Tuesday.、Uh, excuse me. Well, Monday、mm-hmm. in the U.S.、Yeah. Tuesday here. So we'll see if they make any adjustments from the last loss to the Jazz, which just、uh, a couple days ago. True. Um, opposed to the upcoming game,、yeah. so we'll see if they continue with Russ coming off the bench. I think they will, but how much space do they even have to adjust? They have to tweak something. Like what's there to、but、tweak that's, about? That's, that's what we're going to find out.、Yeah. Because when you lose, if you continue to go with the same game plan, the same schemes, then you didn't make any adjustments. You didn't learn anything from your loss.、Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of interested to see what adjustments they'll make from that loss to the new one.、Mm. If they'll continue with Russ coming off the bench, if they'll stay with the same lineup. Um, Beverly was hurt this、um, past game. Well,、yeah. He was sick. He was、me. sick. Yeah. So he Kendrick missed. Kendrick Nunn came back. Yeah, he missed、uh, the game against the Cavaliers. That might have hurt them a little bit on the defensive end,、mm-hmm. as far as shutting down the guards. The bigger issue was probably rim protection. Yeah.、Um, but I'm curious to see the the adjustments that they make. True. For me, if say I were running the Lakers, I would say our problems are first, make the three pointers as many as possible. <laughs> Yeah. Not happening with all the people you have now, and second, rim protection. If you continue to have Anthony Davis play as the center, it won't make any progress. But if you put him in the power forward, it will be even worse because you、mm-hmm. don't have a center.、Yeah. 
For Patrick Beverly, I would say when Russell was beginning to play off the bench, the Lakers also cut his、uh, Beverly's time on the court, which actually worked because Beverly on the offensive end he was like a liability. He didn't、yes. really know what he was doing. So his absence, I wouldn't say that caused too much damage. Yeah. But again,、uh, all the three fronts. Again, there's not much room to adjust. So, do the Lakers still want to trade Russell Westbrook? I'm. I want to see what happens with that too. Yeah, because this sounds to me like, man, this is not cool. Because first I made sacrifice to begin off the bench. Now I'm one of your best performing guys. <laughs> you still wanted to trade me, or? Is it possible that this is all part of the big plan that the Lakers were talking to Russ? Okay, we're gonna send you to a good team where you have better usage, better possessions, everything you want. Now all you need to do is accept to agree, play off the bench, get better numbers, and they will see. Okay, Russell can still ball.、Yeah. Let's trade for him to um to raise his trade value. Yeah, although I sound like a little bit conspiracyist, but yeah. No, I mean that's that's. That happens.、Um, teams do want to raise your trade value before they trade you, of course,、mm-hmm. because they want to get the most that they can from、oh. the trade. You don't want to trade a guy when, like for example, Ben、um, Simmons. Yeah, yeah. I was just <laughs> going to say that. So trading Ben Simmons、um, when he was closer to his peak,、mm-hmm. when he was you know making All Star teams, yeah, yeah, yeah. as opposed to trading Ben Simmons, you know,、um, at least at the, he has at the to end play. Of, yeah, at the end of a seventy sixers run、mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Yeah. Where he, you know, he didn't play that well in the playoffs, or even worse, trading him after last season when、mm. he didn't play at all. Yeah, their trade value is going to be a lot lower.、Mm. So, to rehab Russ's trade value would benefit the Lakers、um, as they approach that deadline. But, like you said, rim protection.、Mm. The question is, do they address the rim protection through through a trade with someone?、Um, And get rid of Russ, or maybe because they also need shooters.、Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they have so many things they need.、Yeah. I, I don't know which one is the most important. Well, usually when you trade someone who makes forty-seven million dollars a year, you can get all of those. But、yeah. maybe not this case. But still, a few days ago, Miles Turner told reporters that, "Hey, Lakers, you still want me? I'm still available. Trade me. Trade for me. Trade for me." Yeah. Miles Turner and Buddy Hield always the package that has been talked for, about for so long. Yes, is if that happens, how much good would that do to the Lakers team? I just wonder what they'd have to give up. Well, Russell and two first round picks. We're only talking about this season, not the、yeah. future, which the Lakers don't have anymore. I think the picks. Just get rid of the picks.、Yeah. I mean, who cares? Who? I mean, who really cares?、Uh, apparently, Bob、uh, Pelinka cares. Yeah, just get rid of the picks.、Yeah. I mean, let's let's be honest here.、Mm-hmm. Who really cares about those things? Yeah.、Uh, so Miles Turner will, can play center, and、yeah. he can stretch the spacing for LeBron. Yeah. But a huge little short for wing, but that guy can shoot. I just wonder what they would ask in return. Like Russell Westbrook, picks. Because Russell has a really big contract. Only, but a coming due contract. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just I wonder what else they would ask for,、mm. because if that if if that were on the table, I would wonder like why didn't you guys do it already?、Hmm. This this Westbrook experiment hasn't worked as well as anyone no, expected. Not to mention they have Tyrus Halliburton. Yeah. Yeah. So I I wonder if if it, if you know before 
it was on the table and maybe the Lakers thought the price was too high so mm-hmm. they didn't go with it yeah. or um, something like that. So I'm just wondering um, if it didn't happen already, I wonder what the holdup was because it makes sense. I think they're still holding up to the draft picks. Yeah, They're like, we already have a long way to go from a hopeful future. We don't want to oh, make yeah. it any longer. Yeah. Mm. But if, say, the deal doesn't happen or the, the Pacers say, okay, we don't like Russell Westbrook and two picks. We want more. And apparently mm-hmm. you have not, not, nothing else to offer. So the deal doesn't happen. Can they dig deep from inside to make the team better? Though I just said there is not much room to adjust. But is there any... Well, I mean, it's like, do, do you think that they have a roster to improve upon at this point in time? Um, I, I think theoretically Anthony Davis can still do better. I mean, the guy is the perfect big man for a small ball squad. And with him in center and LeBron in four, they're not really small. But his problem is now he's not like himself. He's not even 60% as good no, as he was before. No, he's not. Yeah. And, and LeBron's playing a lot of minutes. Mm-hmm. So... I, I mean, the amount of minutes this guy's playing at that, even at just at that he already age. played much more many much more minutes than yeah. others. I mean, he's playing well, but it's it's not it's not it's not translating into wins. No. Yeah, it's not sustainable. No. It's not translating into wins. And if he continues with this um, amount of playing time, you have to think when they get deeper into the season, he might not be on the court as much. No, I mean, it happened before in his I, first season yeah, in the Lakers. I, I mean. You know, you don't want a guy to get injured, but this amount of minutes per game is just kind of crazy. Yeah, and LeBron, he was doing well until the loss to the Cavaliers. Yeah. LeBron finally showed some signs of he's tiring out. Yeah, and this is only the beginning of the season. So if you can't continue to squeeze LeBron or Davis, I still see. I mean, I see no way for the Lakers to get better or even be good enough to for the play-in tournament. Yeah. Should he give up this season? I mean, he has 36 minutes per game right now. Uh-huh. The next player is Anthony Davis at 35. Yeah, the guy who has been well-known for being injured often. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> I, I, I don't know if he's going to last the entire season, man, without some sort of injury or having to load manage, heavily load manage. Yeah. Um, like Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, toward the second half. But the thing is, if you take LeBron off the court, oh my the God. team is just it's it's just completely different. So yeah. at this point in time, I, I I mean, I don't even see them making the I'm not the even sure tournament. if it's an NBA team anymore. No, mm. no, it's not. I don't see them making the play-in tournament. Yeah. If... The, the thing is now I see is that you need to get these two guys to play more, which they can't. And not even for the longer future, for the future of this season, you can't make them yeah. do this. And Andy Davis, unlike LeBron, Andy Davis has a longer contract. When they signed that extension with him, they were basically saying, okay, when LeBron is gone, you are our spy. You are our mm. hero. You don't want to waste your hero now, especially yeah. when he has so many years to come. Exactly. So this is the paradox. Do you want him to play or do you want him to play in the future? Davis? Yeah. Like you, you continue to overload he, well, him like this. He won't be. He won't have a future. Part here. of the problem, I think, also is that they have a very win now mentality, uh-huh. right? Because they have LeBron James, so their star is an aging superstar. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, his numbers are still great. I mean, mm-hmm. He's still averaging 
almost 30 points a game. If he can, yeah. Yeah, he has, he's done that for the last, what, 10 years or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So as far as his, his on-court statistics, they've been pretty consistent. But the fact of the matter is, the guy's in his late 30s. He's played a long time. He's played more of his life as a professional athlete than, like, as not a professional athlete. Yeah, he's a high school guy. Yeah, you know? So there's just a lot of wear and tear. So the mentality is you have to win now because... LeBron is aging. Exactly. You don't know how much longer you're going to have LeBron on the court. So they're just throwing all this money in. You saw last season they brought in all these guys Mm -hmm. um, to try to win that season. There's this, this heavy, heavy push. They're not really thinking for the future. They're just thinking very short term. This season, maybe next. Mm. Can we keep LeBron healthy for like this season or next season and that's it? By doing what they do now, they count. No. Mm. But that goes back to the whole draft pick thing, right? If you're mm. thinking short term anyway, you don't. what's the point of keeping these draft picks collecting dust? Get rid of them. Get some players in who can help you win. Mm. If you're trying to win now. Yeah, so the Pelicans won't... So you won't be crying when you see the Pelicans draft a great young man with your pick. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, if you're trying to win now, it doesn't really matter if you're looking at future first-round picks, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're trying to win now. We're not yeah. trying to save up to build. Yeah. If they were going to say, hey, we want to rebuild the franchise, um, we're going to keep these picks and start building... We're going to build around AD or, or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Then it makes sense to keep the draft picks because then you want to bring in top guys over the next few years. But if you're just trying to win now while LeBron can still run and jump, mm. then get rid of those, bring in Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, like you said, and try to win something this season. Yeah. So from to me now, judging by what you said, the craziest but also hopeful solution is that to, since we have to win because we have LeBron, trade LeBron. Since we have to win <laughs> because we have Anthony Davis and he's going to be a health problem in the future, trade Davis, mm-hmm. trade everyone. And then we have the biggest salary space to attract star players. If and you then want to start over, yeah. And then they will ask, okay, if I come, who do I play with? Oh, uh, Matt Ryan, Austin Reeves. <laughs> okay, I'm not coming. So, yeah. yeah. So they still keep LeBron and keep Davis. There's just no way. And say if this season ends as a bust, or not a bust because they don't, there are not many mm-hmm. expectations. What if um, Russell stays and finishes contract? And when his contract comes due next summer, that will leave a huge salary space on their payroll. Yes. And a 38-year-old LeBron yes. and 32-year-old or 31-year-old Davis, are they attractive enough to free agents? I mean, L.A. is attractive. You mean the Clippers or the Lakers? I mean, the city of L.A. and yeah. the Lakers. Yeah, and who is the owner of the city? Yeah, but I think the city of L.A. Mm-hmm. and just having the Lakers on your uniform is attractive. To true, that's true. I mean, yeah, I like, agree. You know, I think that's that's an attraction. Um, LeBron seems to be, like a lot of players would want to play with him and others just don't. It seems to be very polarizing. Yeah, but I still believe there are yeah, enough if, players who want yeah, to who play want with to. him. But then some, I think, they're they're just like, well, I don't want the added, you know, yeah. attention or, you know, he's obviously going to be the leader on the team, whatever whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think L.A. can be attractive to, to free agents for sure. 
it's it's just a, it's just a more attractive place. Like if you took the same players and you had them in like, I don't know, Minnesota, mm. it's just not as attractive as attractive of a place to play. No, because of the city and the climate and the franchise history and stuff like that. I think L.A. as a franchise is, is going to attract people by mm-hmm. itself. Mm. So say even if the season is not successful, maybe they have better chance of becoming successful again. During the off season, by you know operations, then totally starting over. But that's but that's what I'm, I'm I can't really figure out about them though because like it's if you're going to rebuild, do it. Like if you're going to rebuild, rebuild, mm-hmm. tear the house down, yeah, and rebuild it. But if you want to do like a soft rebuild or like ease your way into a re, not in a full rebuild, just like a you know rebuild like a soft landing, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but that doesn't really work. That only works for champion team, which the Lakers today are not. But championship teams, they don't even really rebuild. They just kind of reload. Yeah. Because they, they keep the core, and mm-hmm. then they just add new people. They still have the core. LeBron their core, and Davis. but that's the thing about their core. Their core is uh, LeBron, who's what thirty eight, almost almost thirty eight, almost yeah thirty eight. Yeah. You have AD, who's injured yeah. quite regularly, and you have Russell Westbrook, who he's gone. In yeah, next he has summer. his own issues, right? So it's a very deteriorating core that you're trying to build around. That's why I think, hey, if you're going to rebuild, just get rid of the core, build a new core. Mm. Okay. It's not like the Golden State core. Yeah. Name your cause. Say you are now Jenny Bass, not even Rob Palinka. You have the ultimate power over the club. Name your cause. Well, you're not going to get rid of both LeBron and AD. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, the Lakers also want to make money. Yeah, this this is this is also a business. So then you and LeBron puts yeah. butts in seats. Mm-hmm. Then right? you move Russell. You move Russ. Uh huh. For definitely move Russ with the two draft picks. Yeah, you don't need, just get rid of the draft for who picks. Turner and Buddy Hield. Yeah, you need a shooter and you need a center. Mm. Because that allows AD to not play center. That allows him to play the power forward. Yeah. If I were that in that position, I would say. Keep all three.、Mm-hmm. This season is gonna rot anyway. This season's over. Yeah. <laughs> so and honestly, even by what doing, continue doing what they do now, they're gonna not gonna be at the bottom of the league. So、mm-hmm. Wembyama is not going to New Orleans. After that, Russell's、um, contract will be gone, and then try to see what you can get from the market. Maybe not a star player, but maybe some. Guys with three and D or、uh, some really quality big man,、yeah. and then see how much oil LeBron still has in his tank. The most important thing is that helping AD get healthy without losing his shape this season. I think so much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next week. See ya. Peace.